Good morning. Welcome back to Sinister Sunrise. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. I'm Morgan. And we are still <laughs> recording remotely in case you can't tell. So um, cut us some slack, guys. It's not going to be as smooth. <laughs> well, I would say as smooth as you're used to, but I guess you've been cutting us some slack. So just um, just hang out with us. This is what it is. We're here. Yes. Mm-hmm, We're mm-hmm. here. We have no fear. Um, except for a demon that Morgan is convincing me lives in my house. Thank whoa, you, whoa, Sims whoa. Free Play. Yeah, I mean it's it says the it says its name. I can't I can't. It's the Z Z U or Z O Z O. I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm stopping there. But I'm sorry if Suzu. Sims says it. <laughs> that's the second time you said it today. No more. You have me so recording. Go go! I'm, I'm so okay. I'm so at night, in you. I will turn my phone on. Um, do not disturb because I make my Sims um, plant overnight, like plant garden things, because it gets me simoleons, which is Sim money for all you people who don't play. <laughs> 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 and I need two hundred thousand to build the city, so I have them plant, Holy and sometimes shit. they finish before I wake up. And if I don't turn my phone on, do not disturb. I wake up to the sounds of zuzu. And then it freaks oh, me out that there's terrifying. bad things in there. See, before it wasn't scary. It was more just like, oh, I have to wake up. No, I don't. But now I'm like, hmm, this is conjuring some stuff that I'm not even conscious. But here we are. Uh, we're we're fine. Uh, we're, we're living. Mm-hmm. We're living. We have we've already had less recording problems than we have the last two weeks. Maybe um, saying his name is what's helping. You know, I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll leave that Challenge to you, that. ma'am. Oy vey. Okay. <laughs> How are things with you guys on your side of the camera? Aaron, go. Oh, <laughs> we I'm almost sorry. need like little like things to hold up. Like I'm talking. Yeah. Like, uh, oh yeah. Again, for those who don't know, we we Skype each other on our phones, and then mm-hmm. so that we can see each other, and then we're using a different thing on our laptops to record us. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's not. It's not like we're in the same room at all. It's terrible. No. But we're no. making it. At work. least I can see your faces though. I do yeah. feel really lucky that we're quarantined now and not like in 1960 when we could not have done any of this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh Maybe God. 1860. I guess 1960, you still had the radio. Yeah. Whatever. It's a good time. It's a good time to quarantine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If okay, there was exactly. ever a time. If. Yeah. If. I'm just moving a little slow this morning. I had a little quarantine driveway rendezvous party with my grandparents and I drank way too much my grandma was making margaritas and setting them on the driveway where we could pick them up and drink them and so don't imagine a regular grandma by the way I feel like Regina George's mom is your grandma like she's not a regular (gasps) grandma she's a cool grandma I met her on Aaron's birthday back when we could still be face to face with people and I instantly wanted to be her so (laughs) yeah let her know if she is my goals. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure she kissed me on the cheek when I met her. And I was you like, oh, lucky this is bitch. it. I've made it. She probably did. <laughs> no. I think it was a double, like a, you know, like tutu. Oh I think my. it was. And then. How did I you know. get that I was from like, her? I mean, I almost fainted. It's fine. It's fine. I was, I was batting my such- eyelashes and everything. And she would not go. <laughs> I was jingling my keys. I went to 10%. I was waiting for 90. And she said, oh, no. Mm. She said, stay over there. <laughs> yeah. She was prepping for quarantine with you. <laughs> I just look diseased. <laughs> Wait, that's not very funny. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. I'm taking it back. I take it back. I take it back. She was prepping no, for it's quarantine using you. Not that you oh, looked okay. diseased. 
because I'm so understanding. Never. Right. Never, right. baby girl. Never. Right. You're, okay. You're like a okay. supermodel. Okay. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. I was uh, I was getting those snaps from uh, containing you and your sister, and I was like, ooh, that margarita's full. Oh, that looks like a new margarita. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I kept getting um, see a chug, send a chug, but I was not drinking anything fun. And I was like, maybe if I just pretend like I didn't see it, I don't mm-hmm. have to admit that I am the boring grandma. But no, your driveway looked it looked fun. It looked so fun. It was fun. We were keeping our distance, but it was good to see family and it was a nice day. So I think I got a little sunburn, but it was great to take advantage of that. So that was my like fun thing for the week. What about you, Morgan? Uh, well, I painted a wall on a Friday night, so mm-hmm. is that adulthood? Is it quarantine? Is it both? We don't know. Uh, I'm actually going to talk about that in my segment, so yes, cool. Oh, Good for you. Wow. Good for you, girlfriend. Thank you. Uh, it was hilarious because I trusted... I love you, Wes. Heads up, I love you. <laughs> I trusted... <laughs> we, like, had a bunch of, like, we needed to patch the wall that, like, our mm-hmm. bar is on in our dining room. And I was like, hey, he's like, I'm going to Lowe's. I'm going to get all this stuff. And I was like, oh, perfect. Can you get paint to like paint the wall? And he was like, yeah, I'll get something to match it. And I was like, okay. Oh, no. The wall was brownish tan. Okay. The paint he came back with is literally the lightest gray. It's almost, it's white when it goes on the wall. What? He, he, (laughs) like when it, I, I thought it was white. And then I would like I like the I let the like trim dry and I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. it's gray. But at the point that I opened the can, I was like, Wes, this this doesn't he thought we could patch with that. He thought it was the same. <gasps> oh no. Oh, as oh. the brownish tan. Well he was like, it was well, you sent me a picture. It was really hard to decide. And I'm like, I know, but also I mean picking paints is hard. I'll give them that. I will, but it's also I I got it's a boy thing. They they oh, yeah. They're colorblind, man. They're, they are. Yeah. This is how it mm-hmm. is. So anyway, we now have an entirely different colored wall. Okay. It's very <laughs> different from the brownish tan. And I made the mini, mini paint can that we were going to use to patch go on the whole wall. I don't know how I did it. It was magic. So I'm very proud wow. of my painting skills. So we did that. Thank you. And then Saturday. Thank you. And then Saturday, uh, we can, cont- well, I didn't really dig any holes, but we continued to dig holes for our fence post in the backyard. Um, or the I dug up. Yeah, mm, they are thirty. No, they're like thirty inches deep. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're getting a move and groove on that. And I did some like just other general like yard work. I we dug up some like big old shrubs, so I had to wheelbarrow those to a trailer. And um, yeah, so I definitely got some sun on my cheeks. I made Wes go mm-hmm. buy sunscreen midday because I'm in- obviously people don't know my mom is naturally a redhead um so i have her skin so it's like mm-hmm. if the sun even catches me through a window i'm like Tss. so <laughs> i was <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a big deal so i put some sunscreen on um and then because we were so tired we fell asleep last night at 8:30 and it was so nice out that we had the windows open in the house so i'm sorry if i keep sniffing and sniveling into the microphone my allergies are in full, full swing. My eyes are barely open right now. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, actually, hold on. It's good time. 
<laughs> so I was a very big adult this weekend. So having my uh, my coffee with some Baileys that Sarah brought to my doorstep last night is the highlight of my weekend. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Under the cover of yes. darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, then speaking of your um, your door drop-offs, do you guys want to open them? I picked the game this yes. week. And I left them these murder cards that said, do not open until recording. Okay, go ahead and open them. Oh my God. I did lick them, so just so you know, it's my spit on the inside. <laughs> Perfect. I have a, I'll keep it for your DNA in case I ever need it. Yeah, I didn't think about the quarantine thing and I spit on it. So be careful with that. Okay. It says no oh, peeking. It, what do we even do now? A, no peeking. Well, I so thought I one of you guys would crack and try and open it again. <laughs> wow. That was a good thought. Wow. Okay, open it again. Thanks for the trust, B. Ooh. Oh. <gasps> yeah, it's a little maze. We're doing a maze oh, today. Right it's a maze race. Oh my God, are we okay. doing it right now? I have a pen. Yes, get yourself some pens. Which way do we start? Uh, Got one. Oh, F. Uh, mine's an F. Put yeah, it in mine's the an F, F shape. We all have the same one. Okay, right. so uh, put it like quarantine. an F and, and start it. Fuck it and put it at and we start at the top. Yeah, sure. Whatever you want. Okay. We just gotta connect the two holes. And Count <laughs> whenever you're done, I guess just uh Shakira for me, because I love that sound. God All damn. right. Okay. All right, ready? Three. Yeah, actually two. count, Sarah. Go. Okay, okay go. <laughs> Did you paint it a light gray color? (laughs) 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 Listen here, ma'ams. Holy shiitake. Yeah, I went through a couple to find medium, medium hard. uh, Medium? They were nuts. Some of them are crazy. Oh my fuck. (sighs) What? Challenging our brains this morning. Poor Aaron. I've already stuck. <laughs> You've gotten stuck twice. <laughs> oh no. Oh my gosh, how do I get here? I ask myself that every day. <laughs> Morgan. I'm not even halfway. Okay, okay, hold on. Hold on. The proof is in the pancakes, baby. <laughs> Dang. Okay. 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 Or okay. the biscuits and gravy that I had for breakfast. Shout out to my fiance. Mm, they were good. Hey, Wes is the best. Oh my God, that rhymes. I'm trying to find yeah. out where I messed up. Oh God. I mean, my pen work is a disaster, but my hand was shaking. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, Aaron. Oh my you God, Aaron. You Aaron is last. For the, I'm sorry, is this the first time ever? Yes. Sheesh. Yes, it is. Really? Thanks. So, I don't know, man. but it feels like it. <laughs> yeah, I got so stuck. I'm gonna have to look over this again and see how I did this all wrong. I just have scribbles everywhere. Different layer, different like amounts of of hungover Erin. How long does it take her to do? <laughs> this could be a fun psych study, like <laughs> brain functioning oh after alcohol. Mm, oh my god! No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we have shown Poor Aaron. the Homeo sapien does not do well. <laughs> Post alcohol. That's why I didn't put your oh Baileys God. in my coffee this morning. I you wanted to. You didn't even do it, you animal. You're animal. No, I'm sorry. It probably, 
It'd probably make you feel better, baby girl. Yeah, hair of the dog. Just do it. You mean to bring I don't you think over? So. Not in my you case. To bring you a, you mean to bring you a Bloody Mary? You mean to bring you some Gatorade? I can. I have Bloody Mary baby. mix here. I actually Maybe thought about really... giving you guys that. The Gatorade? No, Bloody Mary mix. Oh. <laughs> but then that was a lot more steps. So I was like, mm, sorry. <laughs> do you know a lot of restaurants are doing it to where if you like order food, you can pick up like alcohol, like pre-made mixes yeah, and pre-made yeah, stuff? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, we did that yesterday. So if in case I'm going to do we're this. We're at. Tr- yeah, we're from. <laughs> Girls. Tequilas. <laughs> where else? Yes. My yeah, fave, yeah, my yeah. absolute fave Mexican restaurant. And it's, um. well, my mom doesn't, I don't think she listens to the podcast, but today is her birthday. Um, oh, so, happy birthday. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to go to her. Fr- she's She's safely going to her friend's house to sit on the patio because she's like, I'm not staying home on my birthday, which at first I was like, oh, mom, but I totally get it. So I'm going to her friend's house after we're recording. And so I told Wes, I was like, oh, because we ordered tequilas a couple days ago and he got Mm. there and he was like, he like sent me a picture. They're offering like a 16 ounce, a 24 ounce, a half gallon, a gallon. And so he, yes. I was like, oh, perfect. I was like, I'll add that to my mom's birthday present. So yesterday Hell when yeah. he was out running errands, I was like, can you go and pick up like a half gallon for her? And he tries to buy it. And they were like, he like, the guy like looks at him and was like, you have to buy food. And he was like, oh, <laughs> I will take a small queso dip, please. So we got her a half <laughs> gallon. So paired with that, we also have a, I think, two flavors of um narwhals frozen cocktails in our fridge yeah nice so we are taking full advantage yeah we are taking full advantage of that um actually narwhals is doing a brunch package right now and one of their mixes is a frozen bloody mary mix and i i think i may need to try it i'm just saying but yeah i don't like bloody mary's but i bet it's pretty good they're good at like all their seasonings and stuff yeah, and which I, for and those I'd who have to aren't see... from St. Louis, by the way, Narwhals is a frozen um, alcohol drink place. That's like what they do. Like imagine like um like Seven Eleven slushy machines. It's yes, that, I was gonna and say a full it's, bar. it's not an it's not an icy. It's it's definitely no. more like what you said, like a slushy. Yes, and but they have they like, like crafted they ice, say like handcrafted. Yes, so they yes. like do special toppings on it. Like it's. It's very Instagram worthy. It's cool. And they have like seasonal flavors, like ones yes. they always keep around, but then they switch them out and they pack a punch. Oh, yeah. They don't uh, mess around with the alcohol content. I'm a large, I'm a large girl and one and I'm like, ooh, I feel good. You know, it's, I mean, granted, I get the like sweetest, like I get mm-hmm. a mudslide every damn time because it's just, mm-hmm. uh, and they have that white chocolate good. shavings on top. Mm-hmm. My favorite type okay. of chocolate is chocolate shavings. Anyway. So sorry. My favorite kind of chocolate is chocolate. <laughs> Do you want to buy some chocolate? Chocolate. <laughs> I have paper skin and bones. Chocolate. I'm sorry. I remember <laughs> when they invented chocolate. Sweet, sweet chocolate. <laughs> God. God bless SpongeBob. Poor Erin. Her hangoverness is like, please stop. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> this is Aaron. giving me life. Do you want some Bloody Marys, Erin? Uh, maybe later. <laughs> Aaron, Not right now. I, hit me up after after we record if you need me to bring you some Gatorade. Just let me know what flavor, mm. baby girl. <laughs> Got <feel>. it. <laughs> Ooh, is it nice out again? Because I'd be down to drive with my windows down. I think mm. it's actually supposed to be a little overcast, but that doesn't mean bad. And also, it's finally like above 50. So, yeah. No. I know. It's been so nice. Ugh, over <sighs> it. Yeah. So, on... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say on that note, 
Should we just, should I go? Should I start? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'd about to say, sure. without further ado, Miss Morgan. So yes. Oh, have at it. Such a better introduction than like, should I go? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Because oh, I've also noticed my ask. twang has been worse since I've been home a lot. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Wes already pointed it out. He was like, Where's where's Sarah from again? And I was like, Pacific. He goes, Man, at the end of some of her words, you can really tell. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, just just listen to her talk. And I was like, I don't hear it. But if now you're admitting it out loud, it must be there. Oh, I think <laughs> of what I said last night. It was after I left your house, Morgan. We were going to errands and I said something. Oh, I said notes. Notes. And I was yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta go home and fetch my notes. And I don't have a thick twang. I don't know where that came from. And Clay's like, oh, you got to do your notes, do you? <laughs> okay. Maybe it's because I'm just stuck in the house all the time. I'm just reverting to my notes. Because my mom doesn't say – actually, no. My parents have some words they twang pretty bad. Like, my mom says boyfriend weird. Like, boyfriend. Boyfriend. <laughs> like, she, like, skips the F and boyfriend or something like that. But anyway. So if you hear it, eh, that's that's what it is now. So I'm not out in public. This is This is the twang you get. Perfect. All right, my topic this week for you ladies is a short one. I just wanted to give a brief little introduction because honestly, this topic could go on forever. So I listed out a couple of cursed movies. So whether that be- Yeah. Um, I have three sources, which I'll list in the show notes. Um, So I don't know. Honestly, I looked at like three different sites, like I said, and a bunch of them were the same. There were a Mm -hmm. couple that were different. Um, The ones that I have listed out are all scary movies, which I was like, as I'm taking my notes, I was like, there's got to be some non-scary movies that have like curses or when you watch them or scary, you know, all that stuff. So the mm-hmm. one that came to my mind that I wanted to talk about, and I didn't know if you guys ever heard of it, is that The Wizard of Oz is cursed. Have you guys ever Ooh. heard that? I've heard like bad things happen during shooting of it, but I yes, thought that's bad things happened too. in all like 1950s movies because they had no rights. <laughs> they, right. So uh, they believed that The Wizard of Oz was cursed because the original tin man they went to go put on his like they put him all in his makeup and his costume and he was allergic to the like metallic paint that they put on him and to a point where like he almost died um well wasn't it pretty toxic as well like it wasn't good in general and then he had the added layer of Yep, I think I can obviously do research on it, which I did not, but I think it was like aluminum or there was actually some type of metal in it that Mm -hmm. he had the reaction to. But yeah, like he couldn't breathe. He had a rash. So like they thought, bam, that was the moment that it was cursed. Um, And then they so they had to get a whole new actor for it. Um, Fun fact, which not very fun. Yeah, which not very fun fact. Um, The lion is actually wearing a real set of lion skin. Um, it's I like a couple bits. Yeah, it's like a couple lions. That's yeah, terrible. It's, mm-hmm. And it's not just like one lion; like it's a few put together, which is just horrifying and sad. It's a Franken lion. Um, oh, yeah. So, Ew. yeah, and also that suit weighed like so much, like fifty plus pounds, and he had to carry that around and sweating. And yeah, so I feel very bad for all the actors. Um, and then the one I wanted to debunk. There is this old saying of if you look at a certain part in the movie when they're like coming down the yellow brick road that you can see like a line of trees behind them and they say mm. an actor hung himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, can yeah, yeah, see yeah, yeah. the body swaying in the background. 
Yes. All the like I looked, I I have looked, I've tried to see it, never saw it, and then I watched a couple of videos on it a couple of years ago, and they say it's just a bird, like a giant actual like crane was loose in Why the background. Why would that be there? I don't because well they're in a movie studio and I guess the birds are somewhere else in the movie or some I don't know but regardless I don't I don't know how people got that from from the bird like if you know there's a bird there you can clearly see it so I don't know if there's like another part or like another you know piece of the scenery that people are seeing that you know the mm-hmm. body hanging but they say it's not real regardless that's a weird rumor to have started. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely thought that was just a myth because yeah, I remember so trying to look up those videos. It like, no way, and then yeah, didn't see anything. Yeah, so or maybe they only show yourself to the worthy. Yeah, uh, they also said that at one point. <laughs> <laughs> they also said at one point it was like a different edit of the movie, like the original cut. That's what I thought it. would have happened. And you, yeah, and you mm. can see it, which okay, mate. Who knows? But I, like I said, if if you know it's a bird, bruh, you see a a bird. I mean, it literally looks like a bird with like long skinny legs just walking around. Like it doesn't look like a body. So. Yeah, so that was my non right though. So that was my non scary uh, movie for cursed movies. So actually, that uh, bird thing makes sense in a in a weird way though. So I just watched um, what movie? Oh, Hail Caesar! I thought it was really funny Mm -hmm. in a weird George Clooney kind of way. But I forgot like all the studios. um, They're all like together lined up, so it could have got out of like a different one and got in there. Right. So I I retract my question. That makes sense actually. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I I don't think you see bird like big crane birds anywhere in the Wizard of Oz, but who knows? Obviously, there's a a body. (laughs) Obviously, we missed a a potential body in the background, so who knows if we miss some birds? So yeah, that's fair. Um, That's fair. (laughs) So from FlavorWire.com, I listed out uh, four scary movies, and I just wanted to briefly go over their potential curses. Um, I have only seen two of them. So please enlighten me if you have seen them. Both of you, I know, enjoy a good spooky movie. So please enlighten me. Oh, yeah. bet. <laughs> so the the number one on any cursed movie, especially like spooky movies that you look up, number one is always Poltergeist. So yeah. that movie came out in. <laughs> have you guys both seen it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've seen bits and pieces. All right. Ooh, girl, likes to have it okay. on DVD. Damn, girl. So, uh, Poltergeist, nineteen eighty-two. I was gonna say I'm 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 brushing over that, but okay. <laughs> so, to quote the website, it had quote several real life tragedies, and I'm gonna list out a couple of them for you. Um, so, for those who don't know, young Heather O'Rourke. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name, who played the young Carol Ann, so the little blonde girl in the movie, um, and the actress Dominique Dunn, Dune, sorry, uh, her older sister Dana in the movie. Uh, they both passed away quickly after the movie. Um, so it says Dominique was unfortunately murdered by her boyfriend at the time, um, which is like really Ugh. sad. And then... Uh, and then I believe Carol Ann. Oh yeah, she died of a medical misdiagnosis. So again, I heard movie about that came one. out. In, movie came out in 1982. So mm-hmm. things were a lot different back then. Still very tragic. Um, and then the big thing of this movie is the reason that people 
come to the absolute conclusion that this movie is cursed is because in the pool scene, Aaron, again, don't know if you've seen it, but in the pool scene where everything's going haywire and they're like swimming in this muddy pit of grossness, there are skeletons that come up from the ground and they are real. So, yep. I, yeah. I could see why. Back in the good old days, we didn't need props. We used real skeletons. Well, to be fair, they no said it's right. And the, the whole reason, money. So it costs mm-hmm. more money to have the fake ones fabricated than using actual real life human bones, which just. But where do blows. they get them from? Is that what happens when Who? you donate your body to science? I'd like to donate my body to science, the movie though. sector of science. <laughs> to the movies. Yes. I'd like my well, science fiction. Of fame. So. <laughs> They just wanted their fifteen minutes. I like I'm. I write. Is it a morgue? Did people sign up for this? I could have looked this up, but I didn't. So I'm just going to leave y'all wondering, just like we are. I didn't even (laughs) think about. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh my god, what if it was like abandoned bodies, like that no one came to claim? Oh my god, we're just going to speculate wildly here, but yeah. (laughs) Travel with us. Feel this out, but yeah, it's very sad. Um, I. I, and also, apparently, the actors didn't know. Yeah, so that's when what they I was about like, to say. I don't think they yeah. knew. Which is yeah. probably for the... Well, I don't know. You would have got some real scared reactions out of them. So that's what they say. The real the real reactions were genuine and like... Bleh. I, I Can you imagine trying to film that knowing, though? I don't think I could do it. All right, next party. Ooh, I'm getting chills. BYOS, bleh. bring your own skeleton. <laughs> if you don't have it, you're not getting in the door. That's it. You ain't getting in. Good luck fabricating. We will know. <laughs> Yeesh. I know how and much then, money you have. That ain't, that right. ain't fabrication money. We got that Actually, stimulus check. You know my. <laughs> <laughs> you know mine's going to a skeleton. Oh my god! It would stimulate uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Trump would be proud. Disgusting. Although Sarah, I did hear you start to mention my dad. Yeah, he's got that 3D printer. True. Oh yeah. Y'all y'all would never know. Actually, Loki in his Halloween decorations, he does have um two skeletons. That are fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yes. 100%. <laughs> okay, because now we like, have to differentiate. Like one hundred percent like I help my dad paint them and like they are squishy. Like okay. but they look okay. really real. They're like zombie bodies. They're they're cool. Maybe ooh, maybe I'll get a picture of it for y'all. Yeah, please so, do. That's cool. Thank you. Next movie. I have not seen. I don't think I really ever want to, even though I know it's. Uh, it came out in 1973, so I know the graphics are not the peak. Uh, is The Exorcist? <laughs> yes. Okay. If we're playing Never Have I Ever, I have two fingers down. I have also seen that. Take it's. A drink. It's. I'd be surprised if you hadn't. I'm. I know I'm like the lone wolf that hasn't. Um, but it's gross, and I. It can't. It, all my friends were into it when I was a time when I was not watching scary movies. N O no. So never seen it. I'd have to be either real drunk or like be in a spooky mood, and it has to be like 10 a.m. Sun a blazing. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no, the first time I watched it was the first time I ever had a beer. It was a Bud Light Lime, and I remember being like, <laughs> "This is terrible." And then my friend <laughs> Rena, we were watching it together, and she fell asleep. I don't know how anyone sleeps through it. And I remember there was a part with the spinal tap that made me like gag because I hate all the medical stuff. Like that is my bugaboo. Like, bleh. 
Mm-hmm. Stay out of there. I can't. Okay. <laughs> and um, I'm like shaking her like, wake up, wake up. And she's like, I want some fried chicken. And I was like, Rena, Rena. That was my, yes. So I've seen it once and it is terrifying. For being yeah, in the 70s, the graphics are good enough because it is still like, mm-hmm. it's just so mm-hmm. real looking. It's scary. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for the for the good use of the word bugaboo as well, ma'am. That was great. <laughs> I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that in a minute. Ooh, I'm a bugaboo. bugaboo. For- <laughs> <laughs> also, that guy oh in the wine costume. She I'm tried- wearing a jacket and I am sweating. I don't know how he wore a 50-pound wine. Please hold. Hello, Please. if you look, you can see my fan. My ceiling fan is on. I can- I'm the most warm-blooded person. I'd put that on and be like, Pew, pass out. No. <clears throat> so I'll just read a couple of the facts that I found about The Exorcist. Again, 1973. It is. Um, it was said that a 16th century church that was across the street from the theater where the movie premiered, the night it premiered, it was struck by lightning and the oh. cross fell on to the ground. So like lightning and then the giant that cross that sign. was on the outside <laughs> Exactly. Of the I don't know what is. I mean, any movie that'd be spooky, but it's it's The Exorcist, and that happened. Yeah, about Antichrist. Bruh. Uh, no. <gasps> Could you imagine if it fell upside down, like if it like was balancing and then went poomf? Bro, first of all, I'd pee my pants. Okay, and my then... eyes are watering. <laughs> well, it didn't, right? We don't know that it did that. We don't know. It doesn't say. I feel like if it did, it would have said no. It fell. It just fell. There'd be pictures for sure. That's just According as scary, to flavorwire.com. <laughs> Flavorwire. They sound Flavor very, wire. very credible. Yes, yes, yes. And then there are, I didn't get to go into details, but there are, apparently are eight, yes, eight deaths associated with the movie. Um, and then again on flavorwire.com, it is reported those eight deaths. And a lot of people, when they first watched it, again, like you said, Sarah, the graphics may have been really good for the time. So people mm-hmm. were getting really – like they would get ill from watching it. Um, I don't know if that's, again, a curse or if you're just watching – I'm pretty sure – isn't that movie where she like projectile vomits? Yes. Yes. But and the spinal okay, so like, I would That would make me sick. See, I didn't know that was in there. So, yeah, I, it's now at the bottom of my list to watch. So, sorry. Oh, I mean, it's not um, in there. Go ahead. Then- <laughs> Grass is greener. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> and then and then my third one out of four here. I don't think I've seen this, I f- but it could wait, have been wait, like wait, one wait, where wait, I just wait, again wait. blocked it out. Yes, ma'am. Hold on. You didn't Go. say about curses. In The Exorcist, apparently a serial killer is actually acting in that movie. Yes. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. One of Enlighten the, me, um, please. Obviously, I suck. Go. Please. No, 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 no. Because no. it's nothing about being cursed. It's more just um, I'm a freak. Freaky. And I read this somewhere. So maybe it's – well, if you read it too, maybe it's true. But um, yeah, he's one of the people in the spinal tap scene because he was actually a medical assistant. And he – I don't know what he did, but he was a serial killer. Or he was a killer. Oh. Serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that movie oh, was just – it was never going to go well. So weirdly yeah, enough, now <laughs> – and weirdly enough, I think now this movie has bumped up a couple spots on my list because I want to see this dude now. Can we watch you guys it together? Have a, yeah, you want to have like a um, a watch party? Yeah. We'll just okay. all hit play it at down. the same time. Then Tonight, you can and watch all text. these cursed movies. Ooh! Okay, but all, Loki, home. a cursed mm-hmm. movie we're doing it during. Let's do it. We're doing it during the day. Today. And Holy day. 
God's on our side. Next Sunday. It's Mama Lisa's birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be fair. Yes. Fair, Um, fair, fair, fair. Okay. And also don't make fun of me when I have a pillow glued to my chest and a blanket over my head. Thank you. (laughs) So No judgment here. I do... I do research on this and I learn stuff. This is why I love you ladies. So moving on (laughs) to number three. The movie is The Possession from 2012. Have either of you seen it? I don't think so. And also heads up from the flavorwire.com. I think there was uh, 13 listed. I chose four. I chose two from oldies, two from newies. So this may be a a cursed movie month that we that we need to do. (laughs) Are you looking up the possession? I'm typing it down, but I will probably look it up later. But yes, I wanted to see what it looks like. Um, So I'm I'm sure we'll do like an episode on this in the future. Not this movie. Um, It apparently all works around the Dybbuk box, which I know other podcasts have done. Uh, the biggest thing is that it's in Zach Baggins' um, museum. <laughs> it's in. <laughs> Do I really want this? Is this is? I'm sorry. It's just, I really want to go there in Vegas. I want to go so bad. Oh, uh, Loki! Zach found flights. Ew! But ew! I don't know. Jared just showed us the, the cover. movie poster looks like. So no, I don't think I've, I've never seen, seen that. <laughs> All right, That's I'm gross. down. I, I've I've seen the image. I don't think I definitely haven't watched it, but um, Loki Zach found flights to Vegas round trip for eighty eight dollars. Right, now. like oh yeah, in, and it's for cheap. like in September. Zach Baggins, yeah, round trip. And to clarify, not Zach Baggins, my our friend Zach. Oh, okay, okay, okay. that makes more sense. Um, <laughs> yes, our friend, not Zach Baggins. He, he's promoting Your his friend own Zach shop. Baggins Come just for- reaching out to you. God, <laughs> I, I, if I could, if I could. Be so goddamn lucky. No. <laughs> God, I oh, those muscles. Anyway, no, 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 no. Uh you are but, not yes. a Zach Baggins fan. I mean, I like like a fan is a strong I like him. He's you know, he's he makes my life better. Do I wanna be with him? <laughs> Do I wanna truly be his friend? No, because he'd probably make me stay in a room in the pitch black by myself. I'd be the new Aaron of the group, not E R I N A A. I would say, luckily, we already <laughs> have one of those. <laughs> oh my God. And she is the person Aaron. I would put in a basement, honestly. I'm sorry. She is the bravest. <laughs> what? I love you. You're the bravest of us. You're staying by yourself in the room. We'd be, we, me and Sarah would be like the ones like, all right, here's your camera, Aaron. Go in there, scope it out for the next 20 minutes. We'll be in, we'll be in to catch up with you. Yeah, Colax and I would get possessed so easy. You at least would put up a fight. And me and I would do this. I want to go up to your closet and do this late at night. My closet. Lock me up for like attic. Attic. Yes. Attic. That's we never that. said <laughs> lock anybody. I was like, that sounds a little tortury. Okay. Well, you're on your own there. free will. Let it be known. For no like one's going to sue us. I'll keep minutes, the ladder. I'll see what I can find. <laughs> Tenish minutes. God damn. Okay. Fine. It's fine. I don't even know what's up there. I don't even know if there's a place to sit. I don't know if it's all insulation. Because guess what? Your girl is not sticking her head up there and then it getting chopped off. I've seen. Wes has never gone up there. Fuck no. I'm saying Erin's got a lawn chair. She can BYO chair and margarita. She'll be fine up there. We'll hear yeah. her clinking glasses with Pat, no one we know. Pass yes, up. hanging out with the spirits. <laughs> I did yeah, have a big party up here. time. Take your job off. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. I'm gonna take I'm gonna be a boss 
I'm gonna take take charge of this moment. I'm getting yeah. back to topic. So oh, yeah, Good. Good possession Good 2012. Call. Yes, thank you, thank you. So uh, it is about the uh, or a part of the movie is the Dybbuk box, and that is in Zach Baggins Museum. We can do a, a whole episode on the Dybbuk box. It is a wild. Okay. It is it is a lot to it. Uh, anyway, is that like it's, a jewelry it's a box. What what is that? Kind of yeah. It's like a oh, shoot. The site has the measurements down. It's like. 16 inches tall and it, it's bit yeah it's like a multi-drawered little thing it's it's a religious okay. thing so oh. um apparently in that one it seems very minor but a lot of lights exploded while filming props were burned in a fire so uh, <laughs> obviously when you talk about spe- i i know it seems that does minor, not seem minor at all he died so i have okay all right um, Minor in the in compared to The Exorcist, maybe, maybe, but yeah. Right, so enough. that was one. And again, also, I just wanted to throw in one that was it was 2012. So I thought that was very different compared to like 1973, and you mm-hmm. know, it's still like oh, yeah. t- in present day an issue. And then uh, the last one I've talked I'm talking about, which is one of my favorite scary movies, which is, takes a lot for me to say. Is The Conjuring, Ooh. 2013. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe I watched out that four long. times in theaters. Wow. Holy shit. I was going on a lot Dang of dates girl. at that period of time, and um, I wanted Ooh. to really test. <laughs> <laughs> mm, good old, that was my freshman year, so, mm-hmm, girl. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like the movie. The Conjuring was 2013. <laughs> liked, quote, quote, liked the movie, liked the dates, just <laughs> saying. Um, I mean, so yeah. yeah, so The Conjuring was 2013. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, if you haven't seen it, which psh, go see it because it's great. The only, all right, time out. The only thing I don't like about that movie is the, the ending when the mom, I'm about to ruin it. Should I ruin it? If you haven't seen it, That's, like, it's been skip out for a, minute a while. <laughs> yeah. When the mom gets possessed, she looks like a dog. Yeah. When, like the sheet is over her. But I she mean, how scary. else could they have done that? It, Oh, I thought she looked scary because it was so realistic looking. Oh. I mean, she's not going to turn into like a different person. No offense. She's kind of got a dog face. Great actress. Well, she's not ugly, but her her face isn't like classically beautiful. Beautiful. So whenever they did that, I was like, it looks realistic. All right. I will give it another shot. Also, uh, to be fair, I may have been drunk. Yeah, I may I may have been drunk when I watched it the first time. So I was probably <laughs> trying to find something to like get my brain away from the spook. So Fair um, anyway, obviously the story is about Ed and Lorraine Warren. Again, a whole that's a that's a podcast in itself. God bless them. I love them. They're great. They are goals. Um they're cool. They are goals. Couple goals, ghost goals, career goals, uh, all of the above. We need um, to get Wes a, and Andrew to step up their ghost game. Thank you. Yes. With it. Um, a, so uh, I don't know why this was on the site and I couldn't find anything about um, American audiences, but apparently some audiences in the Philippines were left so scared during like the initial screenings of the movies that priests were made available at the theater for blessing the viewers Whoa. and to provide counseling. So, Whoa. yeah. So again, it, that though. one That's a like really scary one. I didn't go into too much detail about like. Yeah, I mean, I think they're like that one is just like so good, and what they did so so well about it, the commercials and the previews 
it was nothing like the movie. They like uh-uh. changed every yeah. little thing they showed. It ended a different way. So I was like, fuck it was yes. Great. Excuse me. I'm oops, sorry, everyone. <laughs> Even that moment so, on the stairs when she's like, what's the clapping game? Ugh. That wasn't the same as the previews. Nope. Sure wasn't. I love when Damn. movies do that. Because it, it entices yeah. you and then it's like, it's like a bait and switch, but it's a good one. Yep. yep. Well, and also like a classic that I'd hate is um, the, the Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe. The entire movie is the scariest parts of the whole movie are in the commercial. Every yeah. single part. I know a lot of scary movies do that, but that one was I was very disappointed about. So it's like glued in my mind. But um, yeah, regardless, I, I very well. So fine, it was it was terrible. It was it was a bad movie. Um, so anyway, The Conjuring. I didn't have too much of like the cursed set situation with this one. I just wanted to include it because it is one of my favorite ones and it was on the list. Um, but I felt it was pretty mandatory to talk about the poor audience in the Philippines that needed priest counseling after viewing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. So again, there are hundreds, hundreds more. There are non-spooky ones that you can list. Um, but yeah, that was my small subject of cursed movies. And uh, with that, Miss Sarah, I think you're up. Thank you. Hello. I don't know why people will still make scary movies if they're all haunted. Thank you. Actually, have you noticed that one guy is almost in all the scary movies right now? Uh, Ed... Like Ed oh. Lorraine, the guy who plays Ed. Because he's yeah, also he's in, in uh, Insidious. Insidious, yep, 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 yep. But he's in another one, too. Like, he is just banging out the scary movie game. He's good at it. He's re- But he never plays, like, the spooky guy. He's always just, like, the hero. <laughs> hmm. He's come a hmm. long way from Phantom of the Opera. In sleep she sang, sang to me. To me. Oh, in Sarah. dreams he came. I used to watch Sarah, that movie Sarah. every night. <laughs> Oh my God, Sarah! Sarah made me. Ah, yeah, I did too. I my dream. Sarah made me. That's on a cup. Yeah. I'm taking it. My Trademark. my dream goal is. I always said, <laughs> stop. If, if there ever is a that I know of ahead of time, a, a uh, like they're gonna do that play, I will, I will try out for it, and I will try to be Christine <gasps> Dye. Oh my god! I would be. I. I would. I would go. I'd go watch. I will not try okay. out, but I will go watch. Thank <laughs> you. Watch. That's my. I would love it. I would. It'd be. I'd be. <sighs> highlight of my fucking life. Tell you right there. Even just auditioning. Okay. Antidote. Do you guys know why I sing so much on this podcast? This freaking podcast. No. Enlighten me, baby. Okay. Nope. <laughs> we'll do a quick antidote. Okay. So in fourth grade, I was trying out for. Um, the Christmas play and it was like a big Christmas play and I had so much sass in fourth grade okay I you could not tell me I was wrong like at one point I was wearing a striped top with these flowered shorts and this girl in the bathroom said mm, that doesn't go together and I said you're tacky <laughs> oh yeah damn. <laughs> yeah I had all the confidence in the world and I don't know what happened I do actually Mrs. Music or I don't know if that was her real name or if I was just kind of stupid I don't know but Mrs. Music Made us sing the national anthem to try out for this Christmas play. Okay. That's hard. Freaking right. I was singing in the shower, though. I thought I nailed it. I knew my acoustics. I knew where I should go. I wasn't pitchy <laughs> in my own ears. <laughs> wasn't pitchy got, at all. <laughs> no. I got in front of the classroom. I belted it. Fucking killed. Okay. In front of the and whole then, class? Uh, in front of the whole music class. Yeah. Like 20 kids. Oh, wow. Ooh, it wasn't like a. so nervous. 
Mm-mm, not this girl. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. So I tried out for the lead role, the lead lady role. And guess what part I got? Choir person number three. Don't be ridiculous, Aaron. I'm going to say the Christmas tree. Maybe the Christmas tree has a part that belts out some <laughs> songs. Ooh, I don't girl, know. Girl, you close. No, I was kitchen elf number four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't even get a prop. They're like, can you just pretend like you're stirring something in the back? There was no speaking. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so um, Mrs. Music can suck it. I have oh the voice God. of an angel. <laughs> it was probably a nice dose of reality. I'm sure I sounded terrible, but no, yeah. you know what? I'm no time out. Pause. The start of this whole frick fracking podcast. We were on a road trip <laughs> to a winery and we mm-hmm. were having a grand old time and it took over an hour to get there and we yeah. sang our hearts out and none of us sounded bad at all we were cute we were on it we each had our own karaoke song i was like guys like what's your prime karaoke song and everyone sang mm-hmm. a song no 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 so yes i don't know miss music but she can suck it yes thank you watch her be like the sweetest old lady like me watch her be like i've been following your career and i've been listening to your podcast we have a problem <laughs> i gave you the small part to make you into a bigger person so you could flourish like yes. a flower yes. <laughs> yes but anyway okay okay <laughs> So that's a little bit of my life. Um, okay, so today we are talking about cabin fever. Ooh, ooh, yes. ooh, feeling it. Um, and I use learningmind.com, cnn.com, dictionary, and internationalthenewslens.com. I got crazy. Um, but before we dive in <laughs> to um, cabin fever, I did want to touch on quarantines because that is the culprit of said fever right now. Um And there is a little drinking game in this, so get your mugs ready. Quarantines are defined as a precautionary isolation period, and they go back a long time, baby. Can anyone guess when the first recorded quarantine was? First recorded one? Oh, yeah. Mm, 1879. (laughs) In 1879. Okay, Ms. Ern. I'm trying to think when everything was even set up. I don't know, the 1700s, somewhere around there. No, you're both wrong. Take a drink. Um, oh, I actually don't even have an exact date, but it's in the BCE. They were saying like oh, there's pfft. references mm. in the Bible to it. Um, oh, my God. Some, okay. some resources say the bubonic plague or the black plague in the 14th century or Google said 1944. So take your pick. <laughs> I don't think Google was right. And maybe I researched the question wrong, but who knows? Many moons ago. Correct. <laughs> many, many moons ago. Um, we get the word quarantine from the French word quarantine and take a stab at what that means. It's literally quarantine with an extra I. That's how it's spelled. Quarantine? Quarantania? I, I, uh, I never took French. That's a drink, Sarah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's uh, a little rum in it. No, probably a little gin, actually, but it's teeny. Blech. Um, define I can what give the you French s- word for quarantine means. Uh, you want some options? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sarah. Okay. Hold on. On the spot here. Um, it means. Oh, wait, I'm guessing. <clears throat> I'm ready. To isolate. Uh, to 40? evade one's personal space. Okay, I don't Aaron. Know. I like the word evade. <laughs> evade. To stay home. 
forever. Outlook <laughs> <laughs> of the future. I don't know. No, it means about 40. About 40? Oh. 40 what? Oh, 40 quor- days? Quarantine. 40 weeks? Like quor- okay. 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 40 okay. months? <laughs> Just about 40. Um, the- about, about 40. <laughs> About forty, y'all. Just I'm pull about out your to have to take straps. forty. I'm about to have to take forty sips of this to deal with this. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. No, those are the only two ones I think I had for you guys. I thought that was so off the wall. Um, the word was first used in 1617, as in 17 comes after 16, to refer to the 40 days a ship was um, suspected of carrying a contagious disease and it was held in isolation offshore. Sound familiar? Yeah. Perhaps a certain a certain cruise ship. Um, and the first time I could find a recorded quarantine, and this is me, Sarah Lunn, finding a quarantine recorded. Twas the 14th century, and that was the bubonic plague, and it was rampant. It was spreading through Venice, Italy, and then, well, no, sorry, it was spreading, and then Venice, Italy would actually turn ships away at the port they thought came from infected countries. So, and then the U.S. saw our first quarantine in 1793 to stop the spread of, any ideas? Spanish influenza. Spanish influenza, Erin? Good question. I don't know. I thought Spanish flu was 1800s. I don't know about 1793, unless they were trying to get it. I don't know. I have no idea. Tis the yellow fever. Yellow fever. Philly, which actually turned your eyes yellow. I did not know that. Yep, it is yeah, a there, scary looking. Isn't there a thing. book called Yellow Fever or Fever? Or, yes, and it's There's like a the eyes on the cover are yellow. It always scared me in middle school. Uh, you are correct because when I was trying to find Yellow Fever stuff, that book came up, and I may read it. Yeah. It's like a historical fiction, I guess. It's v scary. Mm, okay, okay. Well, take your drinks, ladies. That was wrong. <laughs> yellow Fever in the Philly. Um, okay, so quarantines—they do serve a great purpose. Um, but they are currently leading people to cabin fever. And cabin fever is when someone has a feeling of irritability, listlessness, and similar symptoms resulting from long confinement or isolations indoors. Normally, this applies to inclement weather, but this quarantine, I would say, also counts. Um, and cabin oh, fever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cabin fever isn't um, accepted as a psychological disorder, but the symptoms are definitely real. I mean, are you guys feeling it? Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Uh, sh- quarantine? I don't even know where. No, of course I'm feeling it. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I painted a freaking wall on a Friday night. Yeah, I'm feeling it. And turn also, up, turn mm-hmm. up. We, 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 were, we were safe with social distancing. However, we did have a couple friends over to help dig those holes yesterday. And I don't think... I, again, like on this podcast, I don't think I've stopped talking the entire time. It's because I'm like so emotionally like I need people. I'm very I'm like I need my people. And so mm-hmm. when I get you in front of me, I'm like, la, la, la. so I'm pretty sure I drove all my friends crazy yesterday who came over to <laughs> dig. But yeah, so I get it. I'm feeling it. Erin had driveway margaritas. So I she's feeling it in a different way. <laughs> she's feeling it in the right way. <laughs> but all of these days are just like meshing together. Like there's sometimes I'm just like staring at my ceiling like, what day is it? What's going on? <laughs> well, I no, have like, no idea. People at home, um, we submit like our podcast, I like, guess, Thursday night to be released Friday mornings. And so normally like Wednesday-ish, we're working on like our show notes, what you guys see. This time it was Thursday and Aaron's like, hey, 
They even want to check the show notes. And I think Morgan and I both like, what day is it? Like, yeah, it's like, where are we? <laughs> so it hits us pretty hard. But I more meant like the irritability side. Um, I literally got so mad at Andrew for taking a nap on the couch the other day. <laughs> I was working from home and he took the deepest, most, most even breathing nap on the couch. And I couldn't talk to him for like 30 minutes after we woke up. I was like, I just can't. I, you, you, oh. I can't. So sorry. <laughs> um, and even for introverts, they too can get overwhelmed by staying inside. And unfortunately, in times like this where we are quarantined and we don't know how long it's going to last, it's even more difficult to cope because we don't see when it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are getting crazy town. I was reading the internationalnews.com and they said that there's reports of alcohol and violence that skyrocketed in China, which I didn't Dang. think that would happen in China. I don't know if maybe I just don't know a lot, but even over there we see like things are crazy and there's a lot of household tension in these isolated families, which is leading to rises in family violence and domestic violence. That ties into my story after yours. Just a little, little sneak peek of that. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, let's go to Aaron's. Mine's done. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> oh my God, no. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no, it's more like, and freebie, I'm out of here. Um, yeah. So cabin fever involves a range of negative emotions and stress, and your personality and temperament are major factors in how quickly you develop these emotions. Just like anything else, there's two camps that we can sort people into. There are extroverts who aren't used to being at home, and they get their energy from being around people. These will probably suffer with cabin fever first. And then there are introverts that may be excited to use this time to finally clean their home, organize their closet. And that's going to take them a little bit longer to reach that state of cabin fever. And fun fact, extrovert and introvert doesn't, let me take that back. Extrovert doesn't always mean you're like outgoing. It's just um, where you get your energy. Like I can be outgoing, but I actually do like being home. Like, so I'm a, yeah. Uh, introverted, Extra- something. Extroverted, yes. introvert. Extrover- <laughs> yeah. So we're very dynamic people. Um, so besides violence, here are some of the ways that cabin fever can affect you. We have depression or general sadness, restlessness, low motivation. And this one to me is the most interesting because you can be home, know you have all the time, even make lists of things you want to accomplish, and then have no motivation to actually get up and get it done. And I see you post on Facebook like, if you didn't read that book, reach that goal during social isolation. Yes. Social, uh. isolation, social isolation. Then you are lazy. And you can't say you didn't have enough time. And I don't really think that's fair. I've seen a couple of those. That's not I, fair at all. No, it made me mad. No. I was like, okay, people quit quit doing that to yourself. And well, yeah. I'm going to circle back. So just put a pin in that one. Okay. People. Um, lack of concentration. It can be very difficult to focus on a task at hand when you're continually staring at the same four walls mm-hmm. and fatigue. So unfortunately, this one plays right into lack of concentration and loss of motivation, which is a lot of syllables. Whenever you are suffering with cabin fever, you're going to gradually lose energy. You're going to find yourself laying around more and just suffering with general fatigue. That feels this pretty girl. real, don't it? This girl, I'm literally pointing yes. at myself over here like, Mm. Hi, it's mm-hmm. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you there, you there. Um, well, good news. You can fight it. Woo! It's just really Te- hard. <laughs> Teach me how. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> can't you hear the people call? Yes. Okay. So to fight fatigue, you have to literally force yourself to do something. You have to get up past that mental block, walk around your yard or your home if needed. 
Um, you can even do simple floor exercises. Any physical task is going to help you. You just have to get up and make that push mm-hmm. every day. Despite what your body wants, we know what it needs. So we got to get up and do something. Correct. Two, pop, 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 fight lack of concentration. Also, okay, I finally finished It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I keep imagining this being yes. like a video that Mac makes, like badass videos. Pop, pop, to fight concentration. Oh, <laughs> I want to wear like the leather duster, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dead. Yet again, I finished it, so my I'm gonna calm down on it. Don't worry. Um, to fight concentration, learningmind.com advises that you practice yoga for at least a small amount of each day. Um, this helps you embrace the quote unquote now. You don't worry about the future. It just kind of helps you keep you grounded. So then it helps you, um, you know, concentrate more in the future. So you're not so worried or just looking at your walls. You found cool. peace. Let's do stuff. For the pesky lack of motivation, which to me is one of the harder ones because it makes us think badly of ourselves. I mean, like I said, you make the list, you have the time, but what am I doing? I'm sitting here eating ice cream. This can make you be really hard on yourself, but you shouldn't be. Like I was saying, we always are our own harshest critic. So first, cut yourself some slack. And then next time Mm -hmm. you catch yourself doing something bad, i.e. ice cream on the couch, replace it with something good. So you may take the whole carton to the couch normally, but spin those tootsies right around back to the kitchen and make Uh yourself a bowl. (laughs) I mean, it's a small good thing, but it should count as a win. So always make sure you give yourself that credit. Make those small good switches every day, and that'll help you with your overall motivation. Nice. Yeah. Fighting restlessness. Pow, pow, pow. Anybody want to give me some punches? (laughs) This is punching the screen. This is our small movements we're doing every day. Fake punches. Pa, pa, pa. My arms are so sore, but I'll do it for you, Sarah. <laughs> you sound like my great grandma. Sarah. My old uh-huh. my old person voices. I, I love it. I just I sometimes I just talk and I didn't even mean to just then. So sorry. <laughs> no, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, fighting restlessness is as simple as channeling that energy into something productive. A.K. Aaron from your dreams, I know you love laundry. So if you're feeling restless, <laughs> come on over. Um, you know, I'll, I'll Clorox my house and I'll stay outside. But um, yeah, come on over. We'll we'll get you set up with some laundry. I Sweet. love it. <laughs> Just for you. Not for myself. For you. I care about you. Um, <laughs> I <no>. appreciate it. <laughs> but seriously, I do see people doing home improvement projects right now. Good for you. At you, Morgan. Um, hey. But it could... <laughs> Yeah, it could be as simple as organizing old clothes, whispering sweet nothings to your plants. Whatever you need to do to make your days purposeful, <laughs> do that. <laughs> I thought that was a dig, but I. <laughs> no, is it making your day feel purposeful? Yeah. Then you do you, Buttercup. You do it. I have never called anyone Buttercup. I don't know. Get me out of this house. Get it me felt out. natural. It felt natural. Thank you. And okay, well welcome, then, never mind. Honey buns. <laughs> Ooh. It's getting, it's getting sweet up in here. Um, and lastly, to fight general depression and sadness is the hardest one because I feel like that term is actually used pretty like flippantly, but it shouldn't. Depression is really hard for people to deal with. And that's even when they're not also compounding that with cabin fever. So to combat this is difficult. I mean, if you have clinical depression, mm-hmm. just make sure you're taking your meds. Um, but that isn't always a complete fix. You can also go outside and sit in the sun. I mean, we are pretty lucky right now. It's springtime. So that helps. Yes. Thank um, goodness. Yes. You can write in a journal, um, talk to a friend you haven't talked to in a while. I know our friend group has weekly Skype calls and that helps a lot. And also in a lot of areas, there is um, 
online and phone assistance programs. So look those up if you need them. There is no shame in getting help right now. This is a hard time. And then just outside of those problems, there are some general things you can do to make sure cabin fever doesn't happen. Um, First, we're looking at establish a routine. Don't treat this like a vacation where you lay around in your PJs all day. I know how alluring that is, but it is a trap, people. Get up. (laughs) It's important that you set your alarms, wake up at times you would normally do, and eat meals around the same time. My problem isn't the meals around the same time. It's the meals in between the meals. And then the meals in between (laughs) the the snacks in between the meals. Yes. Yes. We have so many groceries in this house at all times. And that's fine. I bought rice cakes yesterday. So we'll see if I look thin. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I will point out my mom. I was talking to her on the phone and she was like, well, yeah. Like I was telling her about the, you know, trying to get stuff done around the house and chores Mm -hmm. and stuff. And she's like, well, at least you guys are doing a lot less laundry, right? And I'm thinking – well, I mean, yeah, less than I normally would because, like, I'm not wearing, like, I don't I don't wear, like, work clothes. I'm not wearing, like, a cardigan with my tank top and, you know, stuff like that. Oh, and I'm thinking, yeah. okay, sure, maybe I'm doing, like, a third less laundry, but I'm doing three times the amount of dishes, bro. I'm yes. Yeah. Especially because, yes. like, yes. we're trying not to eat out. So, like, we're doing mm-hmm. dishes for every single meal. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've run my dishwasher more this week than I have, like, the past, like, three. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so true. And I love Andrew, but every time he cooks, he uses like 55 dishes. <laughs> and I'm like, we have – basically, we have a kitchenette here. Like, it's one L-shaped counter because we're in an apartment. I'm like, we don't have space for that many dishes. Can you look up one pot recipes? But he's cooking. And one of the things you should do to avoid cabin fever and avoid killing the person you're with, look for good things. So he's cooking. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> yes thank you that's a positive (laughs) she says through to her teeth gritted (laughs) gritted no grit grit together grit they're grited grited teeth um what was i saying established routine okay you can also mix up your space um redecorating a room will help so you're not in the exact same surroundings every week um, this can be as easy as putting up pictures or painting a wall, that lovely gray color Wesley picked out. Thank you. You got it. <laughs> yes. Um, stay mentally and physically active. If you can go outside, like I said, go for a walk, um, even take a walk in your living room. I know a lot of workout instructors are making online videos right now. Do you guys have any suggestions for people? I know, Aaron, you do a lot. The one you sent me, I hate you for. It was not that long, but I felt like I needed a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, my sister found that one, so you can thank her. It killed me too. I have I follow a couple people like on Instagram that post mm-hmm. their like workouts, whether they're like high intensity interval workouts that you do for like a minute on, thirty seconds off, or for reps. So I can always post my suggestions. I have like three people I usually follow, and then my sister has um, other things. I think that one was like a BuzzFeed or like a self video. Mm-hmm. So many different places are posting like workouts and little things or there's um shoot there's a YouTube channel um yoga with Adrian I think is what it's called that <gasps> That's the one I was going to say. Yeah, Aww. that one is very popular and I've uh done some yoga sessions through her channel and I think she's great. So that's a good one just even like relax, stretch. She has so many different types too. So I would really suggest that one. Oh yeah, um, and it'll help with your concentration, overall physical yeah. wellness. Okay, Miss Ariel, let's do it. <laughs> uh, Morgana, do you have any more? Oh, well, I was just going to say, um, 
out of the three of us, I am the least uh, physically active. I just working out is not my thing. Um, mm-hmm. But my sister. So again, going back to like what you said about like finding that motivation and like maybe keeping like each other accountable. Like my sister yeah. and uh, she skyped me and or she was like, hey, do you want to do a virtual yoga with me and my mom? So me, my sister and my stepmom uh, went and we did like we all just hit like start at the same second and we did like we <laughs> oh, that's awesome. and then we all that's had so our fun. we had uh, yoga with adrian on our tv um and Yay, we're doing it that's but awesome. the, what really enticed me was you know normally if someone's like hey let's do some yoga i'm like Duh! because also side note i broke both my wrists in seventh grade um so oh. i don't have very good strength in my wrist mm-hmm. so like that's a lot of yoga so i don't i like yoga i think it's great i just can't do everything so it frustrates me and it's obviously not supposed to do that anyways but i was right. enticed because uh-huh. my stepmom was like well we can drink wine while we do it and i was yeah. like oh yes, yes. i did so if straight yoga Game is not changer. your thing yes if straight yoga is not your thing adrian's great she's really like cheerful but add that glass of wine if that's what you need to get through it just oh my god if heaven is real that is what my heaven is because that sounds so, yes. lovely. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. Very cool. Um, mm. Yeah, because what you don't think about is how many less like steps you're taking. Like I know oh, um, yes. in a normal work day, I have to walk, you know, to get ready. I walk to my car, walk from the parking garage to my building. So I'm taking mm-hmm. on average like without working out like four to 5,000 steps, okay? In my house, I'm taking less than 1,000 because it's not that big and the only walks I'm oh, doing yeah. is – from my table to the kitchen and then to the bathroom and back to the table. Like it's not – you don't get as much movement and that's going to also attribute to that fatigue feeling. Like you have to make yourself do stuff. So very good. Um, proud of you ladies. Oh, um, thank you. Welcome. I mentioned, you know, calling friends, making those FaceTimes that we're so lucky to have right now, but also stay separate. So togetherness is great, but too much togetherness with one person in the same environment will make you go a little crazy. Think about Jack Nicholson and The Shining. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't just don't do it, okay? So just know, you know, know your boundaries and what you need. Um, yeah, and that was really it. So humans were social creatures, and this has been hard on all of us. At my job, we have these weekly all hands on deck calls. So literally, two hundred employees hop on a Zoom meeting and talk. And our oh, partners, wow. yeah, <laughs> most of us are like muted, but there are times when we can talk, and it gets humorous to say the least um you know our partners they address the state of our company and they can also be kind of goofy and one of our leaders said the greatest thing on the call though he said you know it probably feels like you aren't doing as much or you aren't as fulfilled as normal but you're staying inside and that's the most important thing you can do like you're saving people's lives and buying time for scientists to make a vaccine so if you've done nothing else besides stay indoors you should be really proud of yourself isn't that awesome awesome. yeah i love that i know he said it and i was like oh my god um, so yeah, things are hard right now. And whether you're a critical worker, thank you. Or if you're someone who is staying home, thank you. Life is crazy. And as long as we're trying to make it a better place, that's the best thing we can do. So my topic wasn't so spooky today, but it was, it could be spooky if you don't take care of yourself. So I'm sorry for my, um, my soapbox, but I care about everyone and I want you to know you're doing yeah. the best you can do. And that's all you should ask from yourself. So that's all I yeah, had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, morning pick me up, I suppose. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Yeah, you're welcome. Aaron, now give me the murder. <laughs> <laughs> I will bring it home. With I a always... good old killing. <laughs> yeah, I always 
hate ending on one of my stories. But I don't. I don't hate it at all. Spook me, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, spook me um, one more time. Oh! <laughs> Brittany is queen. <laughs> Jesus H. <laughs> well, I will just go ahead and dive right in. It's a pretty short one, but um, I'll just start off. So sources I used real quick, I used quite a bit. I oh. used two articles from The Guardian. I used an article from BBC. I used two Daily Mail articles and then an article on The Intercept. Um, and I will get all into those as I go along with the story. Okay. So on July 31st, 2013, in Leighton, East London, Gideon Bellow hears shouts coming from his neighbor, 29-year-old Lena Keyes' flat around 4.20 a.m., and he goes to investigate. He ain't no bystander, ladies. <laughs> He's hey. going to investigate. <laughs> and at 4.20, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there was this girl on my basketball team in high school. Never even touched drugs, but we always had basketball practice after school, obviously. And so it would be from like three to five. And we'd always take a water break around 420 and she'd come out like 420. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we were in high school. Literally drugs were never an option. So, okay, go on. Sorry. No, you're good. When Bello gets to Lena's door, he hears a young girl say, quote, leave my mummy alone, end quote. And becoming worried, he begins to knock on the door. Lena starts shouting at Bello, telling him to kick the door down. When Bello gets inside Lena's flat, he sees 39-year-old David Gikawa holding Lena down with his arm around her neck. David sees Bello and runs out of the flat and drives away. Lena had been stabbed three times in the chest, and she passed away shortly thereafter, three days before her 30th birthday. No. Oh, that's so sad. Yes. Lena was a talented dancer and model. She was really involved in her local church and had plans to become a social worker. Family members described her as having a good heart. She had a lot of, you know, good friends. She was very kind. Um, So the big question is, why would this guy murder her? Right. Well, it turns out David was no stranger to Lena or the police. Back in 2007, Lena had moved to the UK from Rwanda, and in 2009, she met David, who was originally from Uganda, at a traditional Rwandan, Rwandan, excuse me, dancing session, so I guess, I guess like a dance class or something okay. along those lines. He worked as a security guard, and the two had an on-off relationship for a few years. Lena gave birth to their daughter in September of 2010, but her relationship to David only got worse. In the two As years, they bef- do. Sorry, you're most likely to get a divorce and like have issues in a marriage or relationship right after that baby's born, like the first couple of years. Fun really? Fact. Well, yeah. I mean, wow. not to be a downer, it just puts a lot of stress on you. Like financially, That's true. you're not sleeping as much. You're like, it's a new role for all of you guys. So, yeah. <sighs> I think yeah. things were pretty sour before that, yeah. but it just, went it kept on going downhill so Mm -hmm. in the two years before lena was murdered police were called to her flat several times regarding domestic abuse incidents the first documented incident happened on march 3rd 2011 lena managed to contact police and describe how david attacked her she said quote he pushed me onto the bed and put a pillow over my head 
I couldn't breathe. He began punching the pillow. I thought I was going to die and I was petrified. End quote. David was. Yeah, terrifying. David was arrested, but he was released the following day. Ooh, sorry. Ooh, I yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna, I know there's this, more, so I'm sorry. Ooh. Yeah, you guys might be mad at the end of this story. I'm just I'm already mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm already mad. <sighs> During another incident, David threw Lena to the ground and dragged her through her flat. In a separate incident, he attacked her with a knife after attempting to push her head against like a very hot radiator. What David? David pinned Lena to the floor, stuck the blade of the knife into her mouth, and shouted at her, telling her that if she didn't say she loved him, he would kill her. I used to put my um, Barbie's How head. can you with a knife in your mouth? <laughs> so I used to right. um, crimp my Barbie's hair by, you know, like curling it up and then putting tinfoil on it. And then we had those heaters around the ground, and I'd put her head on that so it would, you know, make the curls. <laughs> if you want a fun anecdote that doesn't involve knives and mouths. That may also mean I'm a psychopath. I don't know. <laughs> a psycho for no. good hair. <laughs> I would have never thought pain, about that. Barbie. I think I was just cutting my Barbie's hair. Now that is atrocity. Fair. <laughs> Fair. After that incident, police were called, but charges were dropped. Apparently in the article it said Lena didn't want to go to court. So that's why they were dropped. In April of 2012... A separate incident, David abducted Lena from a club in Manor Park. One of her friends witnessed the abduction and contacted police. The police arrived at Lena's flat where David was keeping Lena. David was arrested, but he was not charged and charged was later released. So do you kind of see a pattern going on here? Do you here? have to testify if you've been abducted? I don't know how that works. I have no oh, idea. Wow. And wait, they're not living together, correct? They were. As far okay. Well, it's an on-off. I'm assuming, yes, he was able to go over there because I believe he had a key. So I would okay. say it's her. They keep saying her flat, but I think he could go. But I mean, if he abducted her, maybe they live separate and they would like stay over or something because that would make more sense to me. At, well, no, I don't care. It's abduction is abduction. That could okay. be it, too. I mean, they were never married. It didn't say it just, you know, they had a kid. They had an on-off relationship for a, a couple of years. So I don't know. Um Bad information, but that's good to bring up. Mm-hmm. By the time Lena broke things off with David in 2013, he had a total of eight convictions and had served some time in prison. And then before Holy he met Lena, smokes. he had pleaded guilty for assaulting a partner back in 2006. So he's definitely no stranger to domestic abuse. So we see um, a pattern. Great. Yes. When Lena did break things off with David, she told him that she was seeing someone else, and David made multiple threats to kill her because he couldn't stand the thought of Lena being with anyone else but him. Uh Uh-huh. That's it exactly, little shit. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. (laughs) Nope. I mean, that's not scary at all. So, Yeah, it's terrifying. And throughout these years, she had given multiple statements to police describing the different ways David had assaulted her how controlling and possessive he was, how she felt like a prisoner in her own home, and how she was terrified that David would act on his threat to kill her. Poor girl. I know. And she also told police that she really had nowhere to go because her parents still lived in Rwanda. I believe I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm butchering it, Mm. if that's the case. Uh, So, yeah, she's obviously, like, terrified for her life. 
but she doesn't know what to do. And I just couldn't imagine going through this. I think I'm going to cover domestic violence in one of my pieces because this is, it's an issue and just like, whatever. It's just the way it works like between people is it's insane, like the patterns and stuff. So that's, I feel really bad for her. Yes. And like I said, just in that one article where it said she didn't want to take him to court or she didn't want to go to court. I don't, it didn't elaborate on that. So I don't know what that meant. Um, But obviously the police aren't helping the situation. There have been multiple incidents where police have been called and yet nothing seems to be working or getting done. Mm -hmm. David's still in the picture um, and still threatening Lena, even after she's broken things off with him. God. Also, Days before her murder, Lena changed the locks in her flat and drafted an affidavit applying for a non-molestation order. Her statement detailed the four years of harassment, stalking, and abuse she'd suffered um, from David. There you go, Uh, girlfriend. Yeah. mm -hmm. It said, quote, the respondent controlled me financially as he had an income and I wasn't working. I had to do everything he said for money and for food. He controlled how I dressed and wouldn't allow me to wear shorts. He would call me nasty names, such as prostitute, and said that I couldn't do anything without him, end quote. And then also, she said in her witness statement, quote, I am making this application because I believe that I will be at risk of significant harm if the respondent is not ordered to stop immediately. I am petrified of him, and I don't want a life of violence anymore. I just want to be able to live a normal and safe life with my daughter, end quote. I am so, so proud of her. Especially yes, if he controls her trying. financially. Good for you, girlfriend. Some people would be so broken down. They'd be scared to leave. But she's making real steps. That's yeah. awesome for her. I know it ends bad, yeah. but God, that's awesome. Yeah. That should yes, be celebrated. That's, that is so good. Yeah. It just pisses me off that she was trying and these next parts will make you even matter. Well, for um, a minute, I feel great. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. On July 23rd and July 24th of 2013, police were called. Mm-hmm. That's basically all it said in these articles. I'm not sure what the specifics of the calls were. I'm going to assume that it was because David was stalking or threatening Lena, so she contacted police. But it doesn't seem like police really looked into these calls or took David's actions and threats seriously at that time. Why? And then late evening on July 28th and in the early morning hours of July 29th, 2013, Lena contacted police three separate times about David driving past her house, monitoring her, and harassing her. I hate it. Two, yes. There's stalking laws now for a reason. Mm -hmm. Two of her friends, James and Eugene, were at Lena's house and were witnesses to these incidents. David had slashed James's car car tires and threatened to hurt him. Lena also told police that David was throwing stones in her flat and he was seen apparently holding a kitchen knife. Uh, okay. Scary. Very scary. Very terrifying. Police Constable Brown and Police Constable Moore arrived at Lena's house around 1 a.m. After answering the officer's questions, Lena showed the officers a recording of the threats David was making in a Ugandan language. Mm-hmm. But the officers didn't appear interested in the recording, and apparently they didn't document it in their reports. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Why? Like, I don't know. Okay. Okay. This is great. mm, The officers Mm -hmm. also didn't interview James or Eugene. And in spite of everything and all of David's, you know, previous offenses, even though he hasn't been charged, um, the officers deemed the risk as a medium threat. But. On what scale? Like, what? 
I don't know. I don't know what they're going off He's of. He's tried but... to kill her times before. He is not slowing down. He's is basically it escalating. Dan, the language? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's in a foreign I'm sure... language, so psh, psh, doesn't mean crap. No, psh, wrong-o. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I'm still sure... one of your citizens. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure Lena being a minority and David being a minority didn't help either, but uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure why it was a medium threat when obviously things have been escalating. I'm sorry, the pigment Lena's... of your skin should not decide how much people, like, care about you. That I is am snapping. Snapping, snapping, 100%. snapping. Yes, yes. Preach, girl. Thank you. Lena's brother, Ivan Kigenza, was later interviewed by BBC, where he mentioned that the officers also, apparently, I've only I've only seen this in one article, but apparently told Lena to talk to David herself to work out their problems. Oh, So police my God. are obviously no help here. Are they, they not reading up. any of the past things? No, I guess okay. they didn't get any training on this. I don't know. And again, it's just going to get, it's going to make angrier and angrier. Great. Great. Okay. So on July 30th, David calls the police asking for an escort to Lena's flat so he could gather his things. And he was told at some point that he wouldn't be able to go to her home without a police escort. Okay. Which so, is fair. Good. You know what? That's very yeah. fair. Yeah. Okay. So we, he called and I was like, okay. Shocking. Good. Okay. David. Yeah. Um, so even though he was flagged for his violent record, Sergeant Sidney Rogers gave David permission to go to Lena's flat alone. Oh my God. I'm sorry, where is this at again? Where where is this happening? Uh what do you mean where? Like In what? London. Okay. East London. So maybe they're overworked or something, but uh, oh my God. It's hard to make excuses when things are so obvious. I mean, I'm sure they are overworked. I think police officers in general are probably overworked, but okay. Okay. Go on. Go yeah, on. But with it being like <laughs> two officers and a sergeant, I just don't understand. Uh, no. So obviously the police failed to protect Lena and gave David the opportunity to enter Lena's flat by himself on July 31st and stab her three times in front of their two-year-old daughter. Oh my who God. Was present. Does she see it? Like was it she was in, the in room? front of her, so yeah. Oh no, okay. it was messed up. David was arrested later that day, but he denied murdering Lena. What? Uh, when the case went to trial, David also denied abusing Lena, claiming that he never harmed her, that Lena was depressed, and that she had threatened to stab herself. No, good, no, bye. no, no. God, okay, that was better than I thought. Well, that's not better. I was waiting for him to say, I was just trying to scare her. Like, Nope, he's just trying to completely put it on her. Do not and victim blame. You are a violent individual. Mm, damn, David. Go on. Yep. At the trial, Judge Michael Topolsky told David, quote, by July, it was obvious that she wanted you out of her life altogether, but mm -hmm. you were not prepared to accept that. You would not leave her alone. You were stalking her. You were harassing her, and you failed to remove all your property from her flat, end quote. And then in a separate quote from the trial, Judge Topolsky said to David, quote, you stabbed her three times. The third and probably final stab wound was in her back. The evidence was that it would have required the use of severe force. The point of the knife broke off and remained inside <sighs> her body. You did all of this in front of your two-year-old daughter, end oh. quote. Wait, it was in her back? Yeah, so I think two what is he times trying to she say? was she stabbed. stabbed herself. I just put it against the wall and backed up into it. 
No one does that. I think because his, his threats or he claimed that she threatened to stab herself. Oh, OK. I'm sorry. So I don't know if he said she did, but that she had threatened to. So I've never heard of someone stabbing themselves in the back on purpose. Anyway, if you back up into something on accident, that's a completely different thing. But this is a little more forceful, it seems like, and deliberate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Damn, David. That's all I'm going to say. Damn, mm-hmm. David. After the trial was completed, David was convicted and sentenced to life in prison with a minimum prison term of 21 years for the murder of Lena. Okay. But that's not the only thing that happened. So the three police officers in contact with Lena were later investigated by the Independent Police Complaints Commission, or IPCC for short, which Mm -hmm. took three years to complete. A delayed, which is crazy, a... Delayed misconduct hearing was finally scheduled in February of 2019 to oh determine what would happen to the three officers. Isn't that insane? It and is like, insane, but I also feel bad for them, too, because this has dragged out now. Like, they probably had some guilt. I hope they had some guilt of what happened. And then oh, you're I hope they did. awaiting all this sentencing to find out what happens for five years. Yeah, quite Isn't a bit. like a constitutional right, like a speedy? Well, it's this investigation. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know why it took that long to investigate. I don't know at all. Yeah, but how about fact yeah. of the matter is you sucked at your job. Thanks. Jesus. During that misconduct hearing, each officer, so Sergeant Rogers, Officer Brown, and Officer Moore, was found guilty of gross misconduct, and they were all given a final written warning. So that just means that they didn't lose their jobs. They just kind of got a little write-up, I guess, in... okay. So Lena's family was pretty upset about the outcome, and Susan Asimwe, Lena's sister, said about the hearing, quote, although we are disappointed that no officer will lose their job after six years of fighting, we are grateful that there has been some individual accountability for the failure to protect Lena, end quote. Okay. So take that as you will. I I was kind of a little shocked that they didn't lose their jobs because I feel like, especially, I mean... I don't know. That was back in 2013. But I feel like officers now, like, if you do one thing wrong, you could get booted. Yes. You know? I'm sorry. The cop that let him go to her house without a yeah. cop, That how how can you have a job? Like, that is – that I can't. I can't. That one is what got me. Yeah. I think it, it blew my mind reading that because you can't be that dumb. I don't – sorry. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> What were you what were I, you expecting to happen? He was just gonna collect his things without trying to dog to her or anything? Right. Like that order was put in place for a reason. Like I right. I, ah, I'm so frustrated. I don't it's know. It's very not, frustrating. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just don't know the circumstances, like what else they had going on. Like, I'm not saying it's right. I just would like the whole story on like what their loads were like, like what was actually because think if they weren't actually okay, okay, let's just Boop, back up. So if nothing was being put in the records saying exactly how dangerous he was, like you knew he had past whatever people changed, like I feel like it was almost systemically wrong. Like they didn't report. Oh, yeah. This. The whole they didn't system put something, failed. So you didn't think it would have been as dangerous as it was. Like it's not a good situation. The whole thing is really bad. Yes, but bottom definitely. line, that guy killed her. And that is that man's fault. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Cho- like you yes. can blame a police officer and he can have some blame, but bottom line is that police officer did not kill her. That man did. Like, 
even if they had stopped him that day, that wouldn't have stopped him in general. I think he would have done it. So it yes, sucks. I, and it's there's only one person really to blame, in my opinion. The, the officers should share some of it, but I, I agree they shouldn't mm-hmm. have lost their jobs. And I know that doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. It may not no, be the I best thought. What, yeah. I see what you're saying, Sarah. I think that there just needs to be different systems in place because yes. obviously those officers weren't doing their job. Like I would have liked to see like a final written warning and then training on how you can better the situation. Like I'm very much a person who's proactive. Uh-huh. Like I want to see like, yes, you messed up, but here's how we're going to fix it. Like, here's how we're going to better our force and everything. So, I mean, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. even available for them, but that's what I would have liked to have seen. Yeah. I think it's more taking responsibility for your actions that were wrong. That's why I'm saying like, yes. I can't believe, like when you mentioned like things weren't recorded properly, that is a very like prominent fact and totally true. Mm-hmm. I just, if it, it sounds like the way, at least, you know, the way Aaron presented it, that they were much aware of the That's fact fair. that he was not supposed to be there unescorted and that choice mm-hmm. was made. I don't like if, I'm not saying that choice is what led her to pass to be killed, but mm-hmm. that choice was not correct. So I agree. Like I agree with you, Sarah, in the fact that like, they should be punished for their their choices, just like he would be punished for his. It does not the buildup of what happened. I hear mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and I haven't found like all of the articles I read when I was researching, um, none of those officers gave any statements or anything that I saw. So who knows? I'm, um, I guess, telling the story from this perspective. So maybe, like you said, Sarah, there were other things going on and they didn't get to tell their side of the story. I don't know. I didn't see any um, statements from them. So Mm. that's why they aren't in here. But that would be interesting. Overall, it's a bad situation. Exactly. And that poor little girl. Yeah. Yes. So um, Lena was later buried in her hometown of Rwanda. And then Susan, Lena's sister and Susan's husband, have adopted Lena's daughter, who is now around like seven years old, Mm -hmm. eight years old. Um, And that's pretty much the end of the story. But I did want to end on a couple other notes. Um, I looked up a different article and I just wanted to mention, like, this is 2013. It was seven years ago. And in the UK in 2013, 143 women died from male violence. Oh my God. And I feel Your like facts that's are just so uplifting. Thank <sighs> you. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's mind boggling. I just, yeah. And you it doesn't seem like those numbers are getting any lower either. Let's as circle this back. I'm thankful I'm in a healthy relationship with no domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thankful this quarantine. Thankful. Yes. And I'm because so with many those people numbers, aren't that lucky. Yep. Yes. And that's what I also want to talk about too, because like those numbers are just striking. And yes, women are women are predominantly victimized, but men are also victims of domestic yeah. abuse. I don't want to just gloss over that. Um mm-hmm. there obviously needs to be a better system in place to support victims entirely, but socially and economically, so they can get on their feet and not have to rely on their abusers. Mm-hmm. And officers definitely need better training to deal with domestic abuse incidents before they escalate. Mm-hmm. Um, so going off of kind of your topic, um, Sarah, um, and mentioning the quarantine and the pandemic we are dealing with, um, obviously, everyone is affected by this pandemic and this quarantine in one way or another. But I can't imagine the number of people who are now stuck at home with their abusers and who are currently living in fear because they don't know what to do in this situation. 
But also, okay, so, I mean, violence and everything, that's, okay, it makes sense that it's spiking because people are losing their jobs. These are uncertain times. So it's going to be more stressful. And these people who, you know, exhibit domestic violence, that's unfortunately how they deal with their stress and their aggression. And they know they can take it out on their their victim, whether it be your husband, your wife, your children. So yeah, it's it's really scary. And we're fortunate, mm-hmm. but not everyone is. And that's just, it's terrifying. It's I, yeah. I feel so bad for them. I couldn't. I do too. I did want to mention just a few, I guess, kind of positives from around the world and the measures that are being taken around the world to make sure that shelters for victims and organizations providing services for victims stay open. Yay. Uh, so just there a couple- pieces. In the United States, Congress did issue $47 million for domestic violence services, including funds for the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which is fantastic. Snaps, 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 snaps. Canada is keeping domestic violence shelters open and diverting $50 million to support shelters for victims of domestic and gender-based violence. There you go. The UK, France, and Australia have dedicated funding to organizations providing services, and France is also covering the cost of temporary, uh, temporarily housing survivors in empty hotel rooms. Awesome. So, that is so cool. That's yes, such a I good idea. Cool. I'm telling you. Yes, I thought it was Andrew. good to touch on that just to show that, like, around the world, you know, times are unknown right now, but these services are still, you know, trying, you know, keeping open and countries are trying to keep all of these services open and available. And then the last bit of, yes, the last bit of information I have to share, I got straight from the National Domestic Violence Hotline website, Mm -hmm. which has made an updated statement for victims since the coronavirus outbreak. And it says, while people are encouraged to stay at home, you may feel isolated from your friends and family. Even if you are isolated, try to maintain social connections online or over the phone if it is safe to do so, and try to stick to your daily routine as much as possible. For any victims and survivors who need support, we are here for you 24-7. Call 1-800-799-7233 or 1-800-787-3224. Or if you're unable to speak safely, you can log on to the thehotline.org. Or text love is L O V E I S to two two five two two. You are not alone. Oh, that's so nice. And yeah, that's <gasps> just how I wanted to end my story. So there are still, you know, those services are available. The um, National Domestic Violence Hotline is still open. Obviously, you may be stuck at home with you know, someone who might be watching your every move, but they do have ways to where you can X out of the um, website tab real quick if you feel like you are being watched. So mm-hmm. that's... I'm glad they aren't uh, just leaving them to their own. Like, sorry, this sucks. Like, it's nice they're actually putting resources into these things. That's awesome. I hope it continues to be that way yes. even after the quarantine. Yes. Yes, I hope so too. Because our economy is going to be a little messy for a while. So it's not... I mean, unfortunately, it's probably not going to stop immediately. So... That's mm-hmm. awesome. I hope it keeps going. Thank yes. you, Erin. That was so yeah. that was so good. I'm so glad that you put those sources in there. I was like, please say she gave a number to call because like I know if especially <laughs> yes, like I've I'll, heard Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to mention that I'll put the National Domestic Violence Hotline website in the show notes as well. So Yay. Yeah. just wanted you. to give Thank a couple you. resources and little positive notes from around the world. Yeah. Um, didn't want to end s- on such a low note. 
Yeah, I've Thank noticed you. other podcasts are listing that as well. So I hope that, you know, maybe it's sad to think about, but maybe you listening to our show or others are it gives you a way to fi- to find that number or mm-hmm. makes it less yes. conspicuous. So I hope that if there is someone out there suffering that you know, you find the guidance and the resources that you need because this, I like you said, Sarah, I cannot imagine being cooped up with a anyone who's nasty and negative and and in bad influence mm-hmm. in your personal life. So, thank you, Aaron. That was so good. Yeah, but yeah, also you're like welcome. I know I said I got mad at Andrew for napping. That <laughs> could almost be considered like a luxury, you know, like to those people who are in these domestic. Like you don't. I mean, I don't know. Like I get to express those feelings and be mad, but they may not get that. And I know it sounds really backwards, but yeah, thank you for sharing that because that's really important. Thank yeah, you. I thought I I wanted to touch on that a little bit because I again couldn't imagine what other people are going through. Like, thankfully, I'm in, uh, like I'm with my family and everything's all right on my end. But I know that's not the same for other people. So yeah, we're very fortunate. Yeah. And- before we do our closing, I did um, – and again, I hate to change the subject because this is very important stuff. Um, I actually mm-hmm. have a correct – I actually have a correction from two episodes ago. Um, oh, our, oh, okay. Our, yeah, I know that I read a story about um, – Ouija boards from our good friend Lexi. Um, she wanted mm-hmm. to give me a correction, which thank you so, so much because I never would want to, re- you know, give facts incorrectly. Um, mm-hmm. So on the episode, I believe it was 11 for staging. Um, uh-huh. I want to just read specifically what she corrected me on. So please take this as my sincere apology. Um, so the term smudging is specific to indigenous people. And I did try to make that kind of clear, but I don't think, you know, she listened to it. So I guess I, I did not. And I do want to make it clear. So again, awesome. smudging is, is a specific um, term for indigenous people. Cleansing is usually a better, more like politically correct term. So I apologize. Okay. Um, so c- you go home, cleanse your space of negative stuff. Don't don't smudge it. So I'm just, I do apologize if that offended anyone. Um, and I just wanted to verbally make that correction. Cool. Thanks, Morgan. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. And on that note, again, thank you, ladies, for the stories. I was enlightened and everyone had good positive notes on their crazy times. So Mm -hmm. um, with that, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate any and all feedback, even if it is a correction. Um, We always want to be correct. Um, Mm -hmm. So please Mm -hmm. feel free to follow us on Instagram at Sinister Sunrise Podcast. And if you have any stories, whether it be a dream uh, you something in your hometown was a true crime and or did I ever say ghost? Maybe ghosts. Send it to <laughs> Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> Email us at Sinister Sunrise Podcast at gmail.com. If you have a crazy quarantine story, hello, we want to hear it. Let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, also, we appreciate the reviews. So please, 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 please follow us on any platform you can. Uh, you know, I know you can follow on um, Spotify. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave us a review. We so, so, so appreciate it. If you leave a review and a rating, screenshot it. Email it to us with your address. We are sending out those stickers. We have them yes. made. We are ready to go. So again, name, address, review, email us, and follow us. We love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Thanks.